The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. Um, just for let everyone in the you know behind the curtain, uh, Mick forgot to press the live button again, so we are a few minutes late. Yes. Well done, Michael. We're all very proud of you. Uh, yes, I'm <laughs> um, and Danny is with us. Danny hasn't messed up yet, so thank you, thank you, Danny. Yeah, but there's still time, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, there is. Um, so today we're going to round up all the news from the last week. There's transfer rumours, there's takeover rumours, there's been a contract signed by somebody um, and plenty of other stuff. Kev Johnson will join us later on, so we'll have a quick chat about the Legends event, which is coming up at the Robin Rugby Club at the end of July, which we're all looking forward to. Um, and yeah, it's exciting. Mick, um, should we start by saying time posting everybody to the Chris Sedgwick podcast that we did that we released on Thursday? Would you like to do that? Yeah, get get listened to. It's really good. It's really good. I, I, I've got a job in sales. If uh, if anybody's interested, I say <laughs> yeah. what I'll sell it immediately. Just say that Ben highly recommends it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Danny, it's good in it. We've said it said you were brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't speak during it, like until like the last twenty <laughs> minutes, which, which might be a good thing for some people. Um, but yeah, I was just fascinated with the stories that he had to tell, and it, it, it was like I was listening to a podcast, but I was there sat with him. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is a really good lesson, he does tell some very good stories from his time being a Rotherham player, um, and how he eventually moved on as well. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, uh, go and watch it basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's the next video down from this one, so go watch <laughs> yeah, exactly, that one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's very good. Very good. Said great times. Great, great times. Powerman UK says, Mick, I hope you've got your throat, throat sweets ready for your weekly rant. What, you if, what, what Mick's going to say is now is, I know what the rant about this week. I will find something. Don't you worry, Mick. I will find something for you to rant about. I shall look forward to it. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to get involved, if you watch on YouTube, do get involved with the comments. Um, if you're on iTunes, get involved, get involved on Twitter, Facebook, let us know what you want to think about, what to talk about. Let's start with any Michael Smith updates. Luca Wild Goose says, if I swear, if Smith doesn't find for, sign for us and Wednesday signings, I don't know what I will do. That's what Gunnar says. There better be some good Smith news on the horizon. Um, it's a difficult one, Danny, because there is no news. We're over a week after the supposed deadline, which was then subsequently got extended. Um, it's difficult to know what to do because apparently Ipswich are offering him a bucket full of money. Wednesday, are trying to sell stadium to him or something, not something stupid like that that Wednesday will do. Um, it's difficult to know anything in this these day and ages, but for me, a delay is not good, I think. No, I don't think so, but it does depend on when they started the negotiations for it because mm. um, we'll talk about this in a minute, but we've already had another player confirmed he is staying and has signed a new deal. But those conversations were started a few weeks, maybe even a couple of months ago. Mm. Um, so it all depends on when we've started the conversation with Smith. Maybe he's asked for the, uh, for the extension because someone's come in and he wants to discuss it with his partner and, get her thoughts on it and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think um, the comp... I usually say silence is bliss, but with Michael Smith, silence isn't bliss. You know, we want to find out straight away and then we can crack on with the rest of the recruitment we need to do. Um, but in terms of the... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, the rumour of him going to Wednesday, I agree if he does go to Wednesday, there should be riots in the streets. But I can't see him going to Chef Wednesday in all honesty. I can't see him dropping back down to League One, even if Wednesday do give him a house or whatever, or sell him the stadium, like you say, Matt. I can't see him dropping down again. I think Smith now wants to stay in the Championship and uh, and show what he can do. The, que the big question is whether it's with us or somebody else. I mean, we've seen Freddie go to Ipswich. All the best to him. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I can't see Smith dropping down. I think if anything, he's going to try and keep his eye out for a, a mid-level championship team um, or he's going to stay with us and um, give the championship one more go with us. Yeah. And this is often the thing, Mick, that I, we're a club that we accept that if you're a really good player, you're probably not going to stay long at Rotherham United. And certainly from my point of view, if somebody goes on to better themselves, i.e. club higher up the championship, I don't really mind. As long as it's done in the right way, um, and you put and you put your all in for the club while you've been there. I don't sort of mind, you know, Middlesbrough, Luton, anybody like that. I honestly wouldn't have a problem with it. But if he, if he went to anybody in League One, anybody, I would be really disappointed because he deserves a shot. He deserves to play in the Championship, and I would be almost disappointed for him if he if he was to stay in that league because he's just too good for that league. He's earned his chance. Take it. Uh, yeah. I would agree with you if if he's 22, 23, 24, early 20s, whatever. But he's not, you know, he's, he's 30 and whatever contract he signs now is going to be a contract that, that's going to probably see him to the, to the back end of his career. You know, as a striker, when you get to 34, 35, unless you are super, super fit and, and super talented, your career's on its way out. So wherever he goes now, from a financial point of view, whether he stays with us or whether he goes somewhere else, the finances are going to have more of a bearing. His own personal finances, his own personal situation, going to have more of a bearing on his decision than they would had it been six, seven years ago. 
So, you know, if 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 them from Swillsborough come along and offer him 15 grand a week, which they're more than more than capable of, well, no, they're, no, <laughs> they're nowhere near capable of doing, but will do. I can't. I, I, I would struggle to criticise him for doing that, from a from a from a personal point of view, from a footballing professional point of view, from a career development point of view. Yeah, it would be pointless. But I'm, I'm in my head. He's a little bit past the career development stage, just because of his. He's only age. thirty. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, but by the time, whenever this next contract ends, he's going to be thirty-two, probably thirty-three. Um, and and for a striker at this level, you know that is the, the twilight of his career. So he needs to make some money now. So if he if he's got that if if he's got a club offering him stupid money to play in League One, and we know that there are clubs in League One who are would be willing to offer stupid money, then I'd struggle to criticise him for it. I, I, I don't know. You know, you got to take away the 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 issue of him if he went to Swillsborough. I mean, that's just a rumor that somebody started into it because they know that it creates some some clicks and some comments on on social media. It wasn't yeah. you, was it, Matt? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, Ipswich, likewise. You know, they're, they're a club that that. Are, Still trying to buy the way out of League One, and then we'll continue to do so. I'm sure until they either go bust or manage to do it. So, yeah, I don't know whether silence is golden in this this in this situation from our point of view. But I don't think we should be getting hung up on it too much. No, um, you know, if 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 Smithy goes, he goes, and he goes with our best wishes wherever he goes. As far as I'm concerned, wherever. Um, However, he could probably make some better decisions than some of the clubs that that have been muted as being interested. Okay, the meltdown. If he went to Sheffield Wednesday, the meltdown. Oh, yeah, but that would be funny, wouldn't it? Would it? Hmm. I think there'd yeah. be more noise from the Hillsborough lot than there would be from our end, I think. They'd be like, oh, Sam Rotherham's best striker, and this, that, and other. And it's like, yeah, yeah but he's bagged two goals against you at, at your <laughs> place, and we've won both times there, so... We can see why you want him. You just want to be like Rotherham. Switch yeah. rattled all over Twitter. <laughs> just got to remember what happened last time you tried. You thought you'd pull rug from between beneath his feet. Lewis Wing. Lewis Wing. <laughs> mm. That went well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Scott Gundy says 8k a week from us would be great. If, but if he's offered a 15 grand from League One team, he would take it. Yeah, I get that, but then at the same time, would you would you trust somebody in League One to pay you fifteen grand a week? No. Uh, the rumor is that the one of the stronger rumors from League One is Ipswich, but they've just signed Freddie Ladapo, and we know from the last three years that Smithy and Freddie, whenever they play together, don't work great really well. They don't seem to link up very well. So why that doesn't make any sense to me? The Ipswich link doesn't make any sense if you've just signed Freddie. I don't know about you, Danny, but. They're just opposite signings, really, for me. I'm going to go on a major wind-up with what I'm going to say now. <laughs> um, so, basically, the, the, Ipswich, uh, the Ipswich rumour, I think, has more of a foundation in that Ipswich want to be like Rotherham, and they've gone, well, they've got out of League One with this front line, so we'll just sign their front line mm-hmm. now that they're being released, and so they'll get us out of League One. Like, no, lads, it doesn't It doesn't work like that. You know, because, like, like you say, Smith and Freddie, they got on OK as a front line, 
But if you were going to sign anybody to be a more of a cohesive front line, I'd say Smith and Grigg were better together. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, Ipswich just want to be want to be like Rotherham. I mean, the amount of, <laughs> their fans on Twitter have been hilarious of it last week. It's the yeah. only real piece of news we've got out of Twitter this week, and it's the Ipswich fans don't know how to take a um, a description of how we have observed a player. But granted, we were the exact same when we signed Freddie from Plymouth. You know, it was all the golden eyes thing. We wouldn't listen to criticism. And now we've found out that the Plymouth fans were right, which no, no one likes admitting they were wrong and saying, yeah, you were right in this argument. But we'll hold our hands up and go, Plymouth, you had a point. But now it's switching now in the same boat as us. They've signed him. They think they've pulled off this um, absolutely amazing transfer that, oh, he didn't sign his, con- his contract extension at Rotherham and now we've signed him. But it's like, no, we didn't offer the extension because we wanted him out the door. Yeah, but if they if they were to sign Smith, A, I don't think he'd entertain it because it's too far um, of, a, yeah. of a journey down for him because his family's all based in Barnes. Well, even his partner and his kids are based in Barnsley. I think they've got another littling on the way. So would he want to uproot on that basis? Probably not. Same thing happened with Matt Crooks. Matt Crooks wanted to go... Uh, Closer, closer to home, stay within Yorkshire. He went to Middlesbrough and he was strongly linked with Ipswich at one point as well. So Smith could be in the same situation. Um, so out of the two, Wednesday would probably be the better destination. But I, even I can't see that happening. Um, I, I'll, I'll stick to my guns and say Ipswich, yeah, they could offer the money. But I really do think Smith wants championship football. And I think he'll be holding out for, say... I don't know. We might do a swap deal between Tom Eves and Michael Smith at Hull. You never know. True. They, well, they've got a bit more money now, aren't they, with their recent sale with the club? Mm. Um, Essex or Miller says, doesn't stunt Cardiff want smudge? Yeah, that was a rumour earlier, and that seems to have died down a bit, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But with Wales qualifying for the World Cup and the rumours that Gareth Bale might be going there, if, I, if I'm Michael <laughs> Smith, I'm telling my agent to get an ear, ear of them because you've got <laughs> Gareth Bale out wide being balls in. Smith, they'll get 30. It'd be just ridiculous. <laughs> Um, keep them all's better anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, that's it. In... Sorry, was my mic not on mute? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we asked you to get involved on Twitter, so we've got a few tweets on here. So, for example, Chris on IFC, so we've got the first part of this tweet. He says, Smith and Nicky is giving, uh, giving them more time for a good idea for us, or have they made their minds up and just wanted to give them time to move away? I suppose the question there, Mick, is how long can we wait? Or does it matter how long we can wait? Is it just just wait because we will have backups lined up? Or does there need to be a cut-off so by an X day? Please tell us. Well, the, the first question you have to ask is, as a club, are we waiting still? That's the question, yeah. You know, I mean, we don't know whether we are. We, the club, The club themselves may well have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's that's the first thing. It's just not been announced yet for whatever reason. Um, if that's the case, then I, I wouldn't. I would argue that nobody's keeping anybody hanging on. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the club will deal with this as 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 quickly and as efficiently as they possibly can, won't they? You know, yeah. they're, they're not idiots. We're not. We're not talking about that. You know, we're not talking about the the, the Rotherham United setup of of the mid-1990s here, we're talking about a properly run football club from top to bottom. People who know what they're doing and who've got experience, they're not going to be held to ransom by players. And, and to be fair, bearing in mind the type of player that Warney has recruited, 
it's unlikely that the players are going to hold, try and hold the club to ransom as well. Mm. You've got to take, obviously, you've got to factor into that agents who will hold their own grandmothers to ransom. Um, but <laughs> it's just that's how it is, isn't it? You know, that's that's the business. <laughs> we're in. Um, but you know, from a club's point of view, we won't stand it. We didn't stand it with Freddie. Look how they dealt with Freddie and his agent. Mm. Well, probably more agent than Freddie, to be fair. Um, and that that's my guess. So I, I, I don't think we should get too hung up on it for the time being. Let's let's not worry, because it will be de- being dealt with one way or another. Yeah, it'd be nice to have an answer as a supporter, but, you know, come that first game in, in back end of July, we'll know the answer. Mm. Yeah. Um, Ahikwe has been linked with Derby, Danny. Um Again, I haven't seen Icky link with any championship clubs at all, uh, which I find a bit strange. Um, again, Derby, by the sound of it, Derby are trying to sign literally everybody that's available in <laughs> League One. But they still can't officially sign anybody. The takeover's not gone through. So from that point of view, Icky's going to have to wait. And who knows? Yeah. So from a safety point of view, can, can, it's difficult to wait for Derby, really. You don't know what's happening. Such a chaos thing. It's difficult for him to sign, isn't it, really? Yeah, and... Um... Jerry um, Ann Simpson brings up a great point. Derby actually can't sign anyone given, well, officially sign anybody given their current situation. Uh, because I believe they're still in administration. The um, the new deal with the new owner hasn't officially gone through yet. If it still does go through, which uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Kitchener says it probably will do. Um, so they might have offered Icky something and just gone, if you just wait, we'll offer you this. But then Icky doesn't actually know if that will still be on the table when it all happens and goes through because they might have somebody else lined up who's interested um, and then not offer Ricky the deal at all. Um, and if that's the situation, we've already said, thanks for your time, we'll see you later, mm. where would he end up then? You know. Um, but I've been given some information that I think Icky's getting married um, mm. during the summer. There's a few problem players tying the knot in the yeah. summer, didn't they? Wes Ardin's tied the knot, so congrats to him. And I think Icky's doing it over in um, in Merseyside as well. So that might be why he's asked for more time, you know, just to settle into that a little bit, get that over the line. Um, get, get that marriage over the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well he's, he's signing a new deal, isn't it? It's a new relationship deal, isn't it? <laughs> so he's already got one deal to sign and he's moving on to the next one. Um, but yeah, I think with, with, with giving players more time, the fact that we've said we're giving them more time to... Um, think about their options and what's going to happen means we're being a bit proactive about it, meaning we're saying to them, what's your decision? Can I have a bit more time? Yeah, we'll give you some more time. The main example that I keep thinking of is Matt Oliver Sunday. We kept giving him more time, but he kept holding out for a a bigger offer. And in the end, we just went, nah, you're all right. We're not going to offer it, you know. Uh, Because he says he rejected the contract, but I think we rejected his um, proposal of a bigger deal. I think that's how it all worked out. Um, but it's good that the club is communicating these things, that they are giving them more time. So, to me, because we haven't heard anything over the weekend, um, things might they might have got their answer and they're keeping it quiet until Monday. Um, or maybe they've got something special prepared for signing new deals and stuff. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but, I, I, again, it is one where it's like, would he really want to drop down to League One? I know Darwin might offer him... Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, Darby would offer him a fair bit of money if, if they're allowed to, but 
would Hickey <laughs> want to drop down into League One? I think the last time we were in the Championship and we had fans in, wasn't Hickey loaned out to Accrington? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a different player now, but I think Icky wants a fair crack at the Championship, especially with fans there now. Um, it's, it's really hard to try and get into the mindset because obviously we, we don't know what's going through the Reds because we're not on phone to them daily going, Icky, what's up with you? Well, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I, 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 I don't know. Long and short of it is, I don't know, but I can make the assumption that Icky might look for a Championship club rather than Derby. I hope so. I would hope so. You've got to look at people. We go back to John Taylor. You look back to Ryan Williams, Anthony Ford. They all promised championship clubs. Um, Clark there's Robertson. even rumours. Clark Robertson, I think, yeah. There were even rumours that John Taylor tried to come back to us later on because he couldn't get a championship club and we rejected him because we don't, because we were, we'd moved on. Whether that rumour's true or not, I don't know. Um, but Icky's been here long enough to see these other guys. Same with Smithy. They've been here long enough to see what can happen if you wait too long. And all three of those are stuck in League One still, and I've been ever since. So it is John a fine line. in League Two now, in two. It's in League Castle. Two. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And next time we get a player on, we'll have to ask him about how stressful these situations are, because not every player goes through these type of situations. But I wonder how stressful it is for the player deciding where to go. Um, it, for me, well, it sounds stressful. Yeah. Chris Cedric talked about that in the, in the interview we did with him, didn't he? Um, that's quite an interesting. That was quite an interesting insight into um, into how that played out. So mm. you you would you would anticipate that things probably play out similarly now as well. Yeah, that's possibly true. Uh, Stephen Adams asking, is there any update on Grig? Danny, I'll come to you. But I don't. I haven't heard anything on that. Have you heard anything? Um, I think the situation with Will Grig is that we are waiting until his rehabilitation is done. Um, before really putting anything on the table for him, Paul Warren has talked about wanting him to <clears throat> wanting to offer him a deal and for him to resign. And uh, and when we bumped into him at the Sainsbury's outside Gillingham with a crate of beer under his arm, which was quite <laughs> funny, we did say to him, "Are you going to resign?" And he verbally said yes, but of course, other things can happen in football. He can say he wants to resign. We could say we'd like to resign him, but. Maybe the rehab doesn't go to plan or somebody else comes in and then something different happens. But from what we've heard, especially in the advertiser and um, <clears throat> well, from the advertiser and from Griggs' word of mouth, there is probably a deal verbally agreed. Mm. But I think we are playing the, uh, the smart approach and say, right, we'll wait until your rehab's done and then we'll go from there. Because something yeah. might crop up in the last few weeks with rehab that we've not seen. We've already signed. Uh, we signed Georgie um, Tutu, and he was still technically injured and couldn't play a part for a bit. So we're probably looking at it going, if we sign Grig injured and jump the gun a little bit on it, how much of pre-season will he see? Will we get a full yeah. pre-season under his belt? All, all those questions would crop up. So I think, um, yeah, Michelle Stone, bang on the money, wanting to, him to prove his fitness first before putting anything on the table. And that's about it with Will Grigg. Mm. However, he is on Instagram now, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so drop him a follow on Instagram. Get his followers up. Make up Robin fans, his followers. <laughs> Bombard his comments when he's signing, Griggy. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. I, I hope he comes. resigns and we hope we get him on podcast. I had a dream last night that we interviewed him for a podcast. And in my dream, he was horrible. He was so horrible to us. So hopefully in real life, he's actually nice. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. 
hopefully my dream is completely wrong. Um, so, shall we talk about... more like about... a nightmare, that, Matt. <laughs> we, tried to, in the dream, we tried to ask him about something about to do with Sunderland, and he went, no, I'm not talking about anything to do with that. It was unpleasant. <laughs> Um, shall we have a quick mention about Tom Eves? This is the most, this is the hottest transfer room we have. Again, same tweet from Chris. Tom Eves rumoured to be signed tomorrow, which is Monday. Is he a good fit or should have we have spent some money on somebody like Cole Stockton? Um, again, we've got a bit of information about Tom Eves. Let's do the breakdown as we have them with a few other players. So for bit of information, Tom Eves is 30 years old, same age as Connor Washington, same age as Michael Smith as well. Uh, Centre forward, his goal scoring record is not blistering. It's probably similar to Michael Smith, too. Not last time, but time before. He got five, Tommy's got five goals in 30 appearances uh, in the last season. He is six foot three, and his top stat, according to Football Manager, is headers with his rumoured salary to be about five and a half grand a week. Rumoured, obviously. Um, Mick, does this seem like a straight swap for Smith? It, on paper, it does. Yeah, I suppose it does, really, yeah. I mean that that would that that would be the um, the obvious sort of um, uh, conclusion to draw from that, wouldn't it? Um, I'm just I'm laughing at the fact that I'm living in a living in a time where we get our stats from Football Manager. It just it just it's, 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 it's just it's just, a, it's just to point it out. It's, it's not saying oh my god, Football just says it's amazing. It's just to point out what his top stat is. I mean, it's good that it's heading and not just you know not kicking. Um, but there you go. That's. Um, yeah, it, it, it would be an obvious. That would be the obvious conclusion to draw, wouldn't it? There is a there is a, a, a straightforward replacement for Smithy. Um, sounds like his goal scoring record is pretty similar to Smithy before he joined us as well. So, mm. which is, i.e., not great. Um, don't know. Don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We, yeah. we can, all we can do is sit tight and wait because obviously these are these are just transfer rumours. As they stand, and yeah, they, they, some of them they get stronger and stronger and stronger, and then they disappear off a radar again, don't they? Um, yeah. You know, so if if, if we get a, a tweet out from Rotherham United tomorrow saying big news coming soon, Smith is signed or re-signed, Tommy's is forgotten in an instant. Mm. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He's yeah. one of those players, Danny. I've seen a lot of people complain on Twitter as they do about Tom Eves not being a championship player and this, that and the other. And I'm like, well, he's played 30 games in the championship last season and a team who finished, I think, 16th or 17th. If that's not a championship player, what what is a championship player? I know he's not scored 20 goals in a season as a striker. Well, he's not going to do if he's playing for Hull in that position in the league, but he's clearly a decent player to play that many games for him in a team who comfortably stayed up. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think another thing you have to factor into it is how many minutes of those games he's played, um, like what's his total minutes of the games he's played. Now, if he's mm-hmm. playing a full 90 week in, week out in those 30, 31 appearances, uh, but he's then go- got that goal-scoring record, then it's like, yeah, yeah OK, you might you might have a point. Um, but like you say, he's very similar to Smith's goal-scoring record before we signed him and, you know, look what happened. We play a year... A more direct style of football, you know, yeah, definitely more on the press, get the ball, play it forward, that more direct sort of style. But I've just done a bit of quick maths. Um, man's not hot. And um, Tommy's only really played an average of 40 minutes in those 30 appearances for Hull this season. So five goals and five assists, that's not too bad when you're only averaging 40 minutes a game. 
and I think he only completed a full 90 on seven appearances. The rest have been an odd spell of under 20 minutes, sometimes only 60 minutes. So that's the sort of, they're the sort of numbers you're looking at. So, you know, Michael Smith, he plays full 90 virtually every game. So that, that could be one reason why he got 19 league goals in League One, because he's got that that constant ticking over in the game and that more constant delivery. So effectively, if you're playing 50 minutes more than what Tom Eves is playing, you're probably going to have more of a chance to score in later in the game, aren't you? Um, but I think the uh, the criticism is a bit unjust. I think some people are still basing it how he performed for us. Bear in mind, I think he played eight times on loan for us. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it was about what, how long ago? Was it about five years ago, something like that? Them as I think. Yeah, so well. a fair bit ago. Um, but I'm, if we if we do sign Tom Eaves, I'm quite excited to see what he has to offer because I think he's now a completely different player to what he was when we mm. had the brief spell with him. And um, over the last two seasons, he has been fairly consistent. Uh, like we said on screen, 21-22, five goals, three appearances. 20-20-21, four goals, four assists. Um, con- consistent? I think, mm. um, but if you've got the delivery that we gave to Smith last season, he is probably going to score a fair few for us as well. Plus, you know, second striker, backup, that sort of thing. Um, but again, don't judge him until he's in a Rotham shirt. That's what I'll say. Yes. Yeah, nobody will listen to that, Danny. But yes, I agree. S sixty four Miller says, "I have met Will Greek, and he is one of the nicest men on earth. Nearly as nice as Danny. So that's good to know." Thanks for that, Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what we're going to do now, we're going to have a quick advert from Manscaped. A sort of a quick advert. So last week we did, we put together an advert and Mick is the most useless person in the world at doing adverts. So Mick's put together a bloopers reel from the advert we did. (laughs) We should have taken out all the swear words from this and there was a lot because I got annoyed at Mick. So if there is any, apologies. Uh, but yeah, this is from Manscaped, which was about Manscaped. We're back in a minute. So we're here today to talk about the new Manscaped products that Manscaped have kindly sent. We've got the Boxers 2.0. It's always Ben's fault. So we're here today to talk about Manscaped's new products. Fucking damn it. Seen far more grown up than me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a bloopers episode coming out on Sunday. I highly recommend them. Is it the same waistband which is uh, very comfortable as well? No, it's a a front fly opening. That's comfortable, (laughs) is it? Yeah, it is. So if you want to join Ben in enjoying some boxes and any of the wonderful products that Manscaped put out, go to manscaped.com, use the code NYT, 
and I'll give you 20% off free shipping. And Ben highly recommends it. Nailed it. Yeah, so swear would sn- 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 <laughs> snuck through them, didn't they, Mick? I don't know. Thank yeah. you, Apologies. Apologies about that. Um, but yeah, Manscaped Boxers 2.0. Thank you all. Uh, can, can I just put a disclaimer out there? We're not laughing at the products themselves, no. right? <laughs> we are laughing at Mick. Because every time the little timer that's in the corner that we can see about how long we've been recording for, every single time it ticked over to the next minute, Mick would just go off on one. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh God, our in tears watching that. You saw on yeah. on the clips themselves, our in tears, our in tears again. Oh, um, dear. The, the end product, we will put a proper advert about the end product next episode because the box is brilliant. Um, so, yeah, John S. Highly recommended. John Morell, excellent advert, highly recommended. Yeah, all right. Um, so, we're going to move on now and we're going to bring in Kev Johnson. Kev Johnson's with us. Thank you for joining us, Kev. How are you doing? You're welcome, guys. You're all right. Uh, very, very good. Okay. Yeah, too bad. Um, so, before we go any further, Kev, let's talk about the Legends Night that you're doing. First of all, how many tickets left? Because you, ne- you nearly sold out. Are you sold out yet? We uh, we had a few people um, come make it due to holidays or they're not asked their last properly and stuff like that. <laughs> so there's um, there's five left, mate. That's it. Five. All the VIP tables are sold, and there's five single tickets left. Brilliant. So if you want to come to the Thursday night, Rotherham Rugby Club. So if I'm right, I'm saying we have John Brecken, Mark Todd, Guy Branston, Ben Pringle, yep. also Howard Reb, Ronnie Moore. We've got a music yep. and a comedian. Yeah. Pine Peas. Pine Peas. Yeah. Thirty quid. Um, obviously. Big thanks to the sponsors. So we've got obviously Cascade Draining. Gav, thank you for that. Um, John Atherton from Wayne with Skoda. And obviously Matt Twig from um, Eric Twig Food, who's, who's providing all pine peas free of charge, which is lovely touch. Thank you, Matt. Totally Amazing. Fantastic. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the club, how much they wanted us to hold it up. Because a lot of people have messaged me saying, why is it not on the ground? Um, mm. All I'll say is they wanted four figures just to have it there, just for the room hire. So that's for okay. me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. It's all for Rotherham Hospice as well. So if you yeah. can, you can put money in Rotherham Hospice. As we know, it's an amazing cause. Yeah. Um, so let us move on to another topic of discussion, which has come up in the last week or so: the takeover rumours, uh, which appear to have started by Tony Stewart himself, which is interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in the advertised last week, it was uh, Tony Stewart mentioned that he had uh, basically had interest from a takeover. Lots of toing and throwing on Twitter about this. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Uh, Kev, I'll start with you. What is your take on what he said and, well, just the whole rumours, basically? I, I, I think it's true. I, 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 someone someone told me in Lounge a few, few months back, a few months before end of the season, and I believe it's true. I think, I think it were American as well, if I'm if I'm right. Um, but, yeah, there's some truth in it. And good or bad, I, I can't really say until it happens. I mean, you look at, you look at all the disastrous ones and you think... Mm. Do want to be that, and yeah, I, I think stick with Tony. And I think the problem might be he wouldn't want to give up total control. He'd want some input. And from what I can gather, the the American takeover wanted control. So that's that's all I really know on it, really. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a it's the thing. We, we he, Tony Stewart, we know it again. We know Tony Stewart. He's, t- he's took us from the brink to the to the championship, um, and that's sort of where we are. We, you could you could get a new owner. It was amazing. He may took three hundred million pounds in pot, and you might be into the promised land. But as Kev mentions, we could end up like Oldham. We could end up like all these other clubs. So yeah. it's all it's almost the better the devil you know. Yeah. 
to a point. Yeah. Are you aiming that at me, Matt? I, I, mean, I said your name, so... Did you? Oh, hey. <laughs> I, I, that's fair enough then. <laughs> Listen, Tony Stewart will do what he thinks is right for the club. He, he's done what he thinks is right for the club for the last 15 years now, 16 years, however long it's been in charge. Um, and he's taken us from an absolute shed of a, of a, of a club to where we are now. Uh, the last thing he's going to do, I think, is sell us out to some yeah. somebody like that, that, that show that bought Barnsley or... Or, or the other, you know, the other clubs that we've talked about. Um, so he'll do his due diligence, and and, it, and if he thinks it's right, I'm sure he'll accept some investment. Um, but it will have to be right for the club. I don't think it has to be right for Tony Stewart. I don't think. Again, this is just my assumption uh, because I don't know the bloke. But I don't think this is about money for Tony Stewart. You know, right. this is not about trying to sell the club and and recoup his. His investment or, or anything else, it's about making sure that the and I might be I might be being a bit pie in sky here, you know, and a bit sort of glazy eyed, but for me, it's about for him keeping this club on an on an even keel and 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 allowing it to develop and go forward, not about taking any money back or, or taking mm. any investment out of it. Um, right. So if it if it if that if there's a deal being offered and he's rejected it, then. As far as I'm concerned, it weren't a very good deal. Yep. I'm going to play devil's advocate now, Danny, because I like doing this. I like doing the opposite. <laughs> uh, and NSW puts this sort of plays into the point. NSW says, unless we get a little near the championship wage instead of miles away, we will struggle to bring players in and keep them. And that's a lot of arguments a lot of people on Twitter and, and, and social media is that what, we'd, what we've done in the past hasn't worked from a, from a wages and everything. We can't attract the right people. We can't mm. keep, potentially can't keep Michael Smith, can't, potentially can't keep Icky. How long can we keep going on under the point of not paying these wages? Again, that's not my words. That's just sort of putting together what's on social media. What would your argument be to that? If you had to give one, um, I think in a world where a lot of clubs are in debt, especially in the Championship, a lot of clubs are in debt. It's nice to be one of the few that are sustainable. So I think there's only really us and Accrington who are the quote-unquote sustainable clubs in terms of finances, what we make and <clears throat> and, uh, and what's put in. It's only really us and Accrington that um, keep our heads above the water, if you like. Mm. Um, and I think in a world where there is so much money in football and whether the bubble bursts in five years, ten years or fifty years, it's nice to be one of the few that will be okay, whatever the situation. Mm. And we do have Tony Stewart to thank for that. I can see why other people would like a quote-unquote money man, like a proper big multi-hundred multi million pound money man to come in, because uh, then it would take the club to a, a much higher level in the current world of football. Um, but to look at the, the model Tony Stewart's put round this club to take us from Millmore to Don Valley to then come to New York and make us into a sustainable entity, I think that's why we should keep hold of him, because... Yeah, we might not stay up in the championship, but we don't lose tens, twenty million pounds worth of investment due to due to wages and such and such trying to stay in the league. Mm. Um, I mean, you only need to look at say um, <clears throat> say Leeds United when they dropped into League One. It took a massive rebuild for them to get back to where we were to where they were. But with us, we never we never need like a massive structural rebuild when we drop down at league. 
And that's why we've bounced back at the first attempt every single time. Mm-hmm. A bit more money might push us up the league. Yeah, fair enough. But I think, like I've said before, in a world where there is so much money in football, it's nice to be the one club that keeps you head above the water behind the scenes rather than keeps you head above the water on the tables that you see in the newspaper and online. Mm. Yeah. And also, Kev, I suppose, because of the tight shit that Tony Stewart's running, if the right investment did come in, mm. Rotherham are a, a good place for somebody to invest money because we ain't going to pay off £50 million pounds worth of debt. There's basically yeah. no debt. So if somebody does want to come in and is willing to you know, work with Tony Stewart, it's mm. a good club to do that if the right person ever came along. Yeah, it's, uh, I think my, my concern with, if I had... If I had God knows how many millions wanting to invest in a football club, would rather be the club I'd choose to buy mm. because you look at you look at how far it can actually go. Even if we stay up in Championship next season, we're still going to get eight, nine, ten thousand fans through games. Even if we get up to Premier League, which will never going to happen. So, but if we did, we're still going to get eight, nine, ten thousand fans through through the gates. So it's it's one of them. It's it's poison our it? I don't know. And I, I totally agree with Danny. Um, we've just got fans. We've just got to be realistic. And accept, accept that we are what we are. We're not. Sounds mm. daft. We ain't, we aren't going to complete compete even with clubs like Bolton and um, you know teams in League One. Still, we, we can't Ipswich and Portsmouth and all. And we can't we can't match their wages. I mean, the offer they've put to Smudge, I, I don't know that hundred percent. But I, I was told that it's a, it's a, absolutely to the. You know, it weren't quite the ten k what they paid Blackstock, but it weren't far off. And it was a four year deal as well. Mm. So, you know, it, 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 but. If, if it's, say, I don't know, eight, eight grand a week or something, but you got Bolton or someone, even Wednesdays, God forbid, I, I don't think he'd go there if he did, they, they'd, they'd have to give him 15 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we can't do that. And, uh, you know, our soft tonship for doing like Danny says, is we are, we are sustainability brilliant. And I'd rather do that. Nobody wants to go down, but I'd rather, I'd rather bounce back again and keep, keep the ship steady. Mm. Yeah, I agree with a lot, a lot of fans that haven't seen those dark days, and I promise yeah. you, if you didn't, those days were horrible of not knowing if you're having a club in three months' time. Um, yeah. Give me, I'll give me League Two over going, going those days again. Honestly, those those were terrible. Yeah. Um, I think if yeah. you haven't seen the times where um, towards the back end of the time at Millmore, I, I highly recommend getting John Brecking's book and reading that because it goes into a little bit of detail about what was happening. Um, so little read up on that, and you understand how bad everything was. Even when we spoke to Chris Sedgwick, he mentioned it briefly about how much of a mess the club was. And to go from that to where we are now in under what in, in about 15, 15 years, it's incredible what Tony Stewart's mm. done. Yeah, and um, I, I say stick with him, yeah. Tony in all the way. <laughs> Uh, Mick, I thought we might get a rant out of you about people suggesting Tony should go. I, I, I ain't baited you in. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. I mean, I wouldn't even discuss that because anybody that suggests that just don't know what they're talking about, do they? No. I know. I was looking for a rant. Yeah, I mean, you look at that, all this investment that's going to clubs, and for every every one that has been a successful investment, I don't know. I assume you could call Man City successful. Probably, there's probably five or ten that have gone down drain, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just, it's just, it doesn't make any sense when you. And, and I think everybody understands that when, when, when they sit back or stand back and then look at it, everybody understands they don't want that sort of mm-hmm. thing to happen to their club, and it will nine times out of ten probably. Yeah. 
Uh, Danny, yeah. does that count as a rant? Can I have that one? Or is that was it not? Um, give over. <laughs> I, I need to add another bit another bit of lettering to the flag that says Mick sort of rant incoming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, football season's not on, is it? I'm 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 chilled out now, mate. I've been in <laughs> Wales for a week and, and they've they I don't want to go back now because they've qualified for World Cup, so I'm not here at last on it now when we go back. Have they won? Like England have won. Yeah, oh, sorry, I've spoiled it. You haven't, you haven't taped it, Kev, have you? No, mate. I've been at football. I've just come back, Brad. I didn't know his old, but I won't. Don't worry, I weren't going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can talk about England if you want, mate. That'll get your blood racing, won't it? <laughs> Not me, no. I, no, didn't, I didn't watch no. it. No, you, you did. Uh, yeah. Um, Charles Stone says, I think Tony Shoot wants the club to survive in Champions Joe obviously thinks the case. Paramount UK, I don't think Tony Stewart wants to see his time wasted. If, if it's not right for Rotherham going forward, he won't go for it. And also, Shell point, shows some points out the last time in the Championship wasn't a typical season with no, it was with no fans. He put money in the club to keep us solvent rather than going out in players, and we were so close, which I think is a really important point. Yeah. Um, but Chris Tether goes on the sort of other side. Will we, will we just stagnate like this until everyone gets fed up and stops going? We need more fans, not less. Yeah. Is it stagnating? Well, that's the question, isn't it? At what point do you call it stagnating? We're going up and down, but is going up and down stagnating? I, I don't think it is. I don't. And I think we are coming back stronger each time as well. I mean, the squad we had last season were better than we had the two years before. So it's not really stagnating for me. It's improving and, you know, playing with what you've got best and building on, you know, if we do go down, which I, I don't think we will next year. I generally think mm. we will stay up next year. Mm. Yeah. I fully agree with that. So we've got a few tweets we have. This one I've put together from Chris Nichols. Will we be seriously challenging to stay up next season? Uh, Danny, I suppose Kev just sort of answered it, but why not? I suppose is the answer. We, we've got a strong enough squad last time, and there's not that many changes other than the, the, obviously the big ones potentially. I'm nailing my colours to mast on this one. We'll finish in a position ending in teen and not 20, and not starting Ooh. with 20. I'm telling you, Ooh. it'll be it'll be 19th or higher for us next season. Um, because you know how we all love football symmetry. Um, I mean, we've seen that today with Grimsby scoring in the 111th minute to go back to the Football League, and they spent 111 seasons in the Football League. That, that's the beauty from this one. Um, but you just need to look at our recent championship seasons. We went down absolutely awfully. Then we came back and went down on the penultimate game and then the final game. So logic dictates we're going to stay up this time because we've got one step closer every single time. Um and yeah, that, that's that's my thoughts on that. We're staying up. Okay. I hope we don't stay up on final game. Oh god, no! <laughs> I can't handle that again. And if it's away at Cardiff again on the final day, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Smith yeah. stars winner. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> Can you imagine? No, nah, no. Nah, even better. We'll re-sign Will Volks, and then he'll score the winner at Cardiff. <laughs> no, we can sign Marlon Pack. We'll sign Marlon Pat, <laughs> and he can score the winner. He can put it right. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give it a week until them rumours are on Twitter. <laughs> we can re-sign Will Volks, and we can we can have a double whammy. We can have a proper championship refereeing performance, and Will Volks scoring direct from a throw-in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be football symmetry. Yeah. It would. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lee Freeman, Mick, I don't think you, I don't, I'm going to ask you, I don't think you'd care. Lee Freeman wants to know, do you think we'll break our transfer record this year? I mean, I've rumoured to be at 450 for Freddie Mick. You don't care, do you? No, oh, I'm not interested. I'm not, I'm not interested. interested. I'm not All I'm interested in is that Warney and his team get the players that they want 
that's it. I don't care how much they cost. You know, if they get them for free, if they get them for 10 bob and a Freddo from from Notts County or wherever, I'm not interested. It doesn't matter. If they get the players that they want, if they get the right personnel, we'll be comfortable next season. We will be comfortable. We all know what this league is about. We've been here for enough times now over the last four or five years. We know what this league's about. We know that gap between bottom and third is tiny. Hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah. Get the men up top right. Hmm. And then we go, we don't know how good George Kelly is going to be at this level. We don't know how good Connor Washington's been at this level. Um, we've been injured. We were going to watch him for Northern Ireland, weren't we? But he's, he's injured and he certainly missed the first two games hmm. of the international run. Hopefully, we'll get to see him. We'll get to see him in red shirt next season, I suppose. Um, and we've got another tweet, this one from Harvey Kelwick. Players you would like to sign for Rotherham, maybe. Um, Kev, is there any players out there that you sort of think you look, if we can get him, and it's, and it's realistic, if we can get yeah. him, he'd be massive for us. I, I suppose it depends on what happens with Smudge. I think we, until we know, which is, I think we're getting more and more frustrated with a no answer, I suppose. But until we know, we can't. I mean, if Smudge goes, which I do think he's going to now, um, Cole Stockton, it'd be the one I'd go mm. for. Um, and I, I don't think he costs a lot of money. Um, for, for some weirdly, there's not there's not championship clubs sniffing around him already. It's, it's bizarre. Um, maybe half a million pound again. I don't know. And he's probably he's probably the one. I don't think we're far off. Um, he'd, he'd be my like like flight replacement for Smudge. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. To be honest with you, uh, Danny, is there, is there any other names? Was Ross Sykes? Is Ross Sykes from Arkansas one we've mentioned before. We are going to be short. Even if Icky stays, we're going to be short for centre backs. We've got Woody and Icky, and we play probably going to play three at back. So centre backs is potentially even more important than getting a couple more strikers in. Yeah, I think um, with defenders though, we it's going to it's going to be an hard sell, isn't it? Because we'll want players with championship experience um, who know what the league's all about. But then you've got people like Ross Arch from Accrington who were an absolute machine. When we played Accrington all three times, actually, um, but yeah, I think it is now a case of wait, wait to see what happens with Michael Smith. Might be why Tom Eves is closer to being signed than anybody else, um, and then priority might shift to uh, to looking at anyone at the back to bring them in, see how they do. But I don't have any any names right now. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see with that one. But you're right, I think we'll play three at back again and keep with the high press. Because um, if there's one thing championship teams don't like, it's high pressing. Because <laughs> right. they see a lot of the, a lot more of the ball in the championship. So if you can get them on the high press and, they, and you don't let them play around you, then mm. we could disrupt a few, for sure. Mm. I think Reg could come back as well. I think the... Yeah, um, even mm. if... Now, now Woodersfield have not gone up. I, um, I still don't... I can't see Reg getting into Woodersfield's side, so maybe we can get him back. Mm. Yeah, and if, if he's not going to get in their team now, is there a potential for a permanent transfer? I know he's just signed a new contract, but he's 22 23, he's not an 18 year old kid who needs to play games, he's he's ready to go, he's ready. Yeah. So if they don't want him, if they if they don't want to play, there might be a deal to be done for permanently, potentially. I, I believe we did want him on permanent to begin with. Um, yeah, but <clears throat> obviously, signing the deal with Huddersfield that might be more of a security thing more than anything. Mm. Uh, and then we got him on loan. And if Huddersfield are wanting to get out of the Championship and push to the Premier League again, then he might come back. Yeah. In, in all honesty, yeah, he probably will. But... If you've got a player on loan at a club, 
that's doing really, really well and he's due to his contract's due to end in the summer. You're going to call him back and get him to sign a new contract for it before his loan period runs out, aren't you? Yeah. Because you know that they're going to want to buy him. Um, he strikes me as a player that will probably suit their their manager rather than um, rather than some of the lads that they've got. I think they've released. Is it Saar that they've released? Yeah, they are. Uh, he's a big, solid defender. I like him. He's he's a good, a good lad, but he didn't strike me as being. It's more of a traditional centre half, whereas Reg mm. is a, is more of a play out from the back centre half, yeah. and for me, will probably suit their manager better than than the likes of Saar. So. Uh, maybe that could be something. I know I've seen in the comments there that John Morell, he keeps banging on about Harley Dean. He's desperate to get rid of Harley Dean. We don't want him. Harley Dean. Hey, we've seen him <laughs> twice this season against us at, <laughs> down at Swillsborough. He ain't coming to us. I've said that now. First <laughs> oh, yeah. tweet tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lee Freeman says, Reg back, but also Alfie Mawson. Alfie Mawson was released from, I think, Fulham, uh, but could be on a fair whack. Be honest with you, um, so I'm not sure about that one. Scott Grundy says he loves Scott Twine, I think we all would, but again, I imagine money MK Dons will be asking for, they'll be asking for millions yeah. for him, two million plus. Um, yeah, mm. definitely. Uh, Scott Grundy also says Alfie May, I think it was at Cheltenham, um, potentially. Don't know how he would fit into how we play, um, but I don't know. Uh, we should give a chance. Chio, suddenly Chio played for Republic of Ireland, they lost to Armenia, um. No, I mean Armenia and Andorra. Armenia, weren't it? Armenia, yeah, right? yeah. They lost to Armenia, who is that's a very poor result for Ireland uh, when they were trying to get promotion from the Nations League. Um, but he won Player of the Match. Chio being Chio, won Player of the Match. Um, if I know the Irish son like I think I do, they probably asked him about Swansea in this post-match interview. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed we didn't see a quote about Chio saying Swansea are a great club again. To be honest with you, even though we didn't actually say it. But we didn't. Um we might switch it up and switch to a different club now. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've had the bite there, they'll switch it up a bit and move to move, move a bit further up championship or even Premier League, you know, Brentford. Fancy return to Brentford, Chio, you know, that's where you came from. <laughs> where your roots are, you know, you, you left us here in Ireland to go to uh, to, to England and uh, and went to Brentford, you know, you, you would you fit in there now? Oh, I like Brentford, yeah, they're a decent club. Chio wants to sign to Brentford. There's your article, Irish Sun. If you want it, just clip that bit, put that on. There you go. JJ didn't get on for the Republic of Ireland under 21s. He was an unused substitute. And as Carl Scott mentions, Connie Washington was injured. We hope it isn't too serious, but we don't know. We'll keep an eye out for the next link. We've got two more games, I think. So we'll keep an eye out for him there. Um, We'll probably finish. One more thing to talk about. I think Jamie Lindsay has signed a two-year contract, Danny. Um, it feels like a bit of a no-brainer for everybody. The only, the only hiccup could have been if the Pompey interest became properly serious. Uh, but it, it seems like he wants to play a championship and he fits Rotherham United. Jamie Lindsay and Rotherham United, they just fit like a jigsaw piece. Yeah, yeah the, uh, I think the two-year deal is definitely just to back ports with the way now. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the, their, um, their initial interest in January. Um, and then, funnily enough, as soon as he stayed on, we all scored against Doncaster. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, Lindsay, he wants championship football, doesn't he? He wants to play at the highest level possible. Um, but he also wants a bit of security, you know, because he's got uh, two young kids as well. And um, he, just, he just loves it here, doesn't he? I think a two-year deal's right for him because that's this year secure. But it does also tempt the fate of if we do go down again 
he's still got that year option, so we can get a little bit of money for him if he decides to move on again. So I think that's a, a good deal all round for everybody. And uh, I hope Lindsay does crack on because, you know, you know, Oli Rathbun's untested in the championship. And if it, if it does become a little bit of a deer in the headlights situation for him, I don't think it will. But if it does, Lindsay will step in and steady everything in that midfield very, very easily. Um, and also, if we do lose Wiles to Sheffield United, again, I don't think we will. But um, we've also we've got Linda there, easy peasy. And I think he wants to chip in as much as he can as well. So, great deal for everybody. And I hope he cracks on. Mm. And I hope he scores two against Sheffield United because then he's two for two with the Sheffield clubs. <laughs> yeah, very true. Uh, yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me if we, if we put an option in there. So, there's all, as we have done with all most of our players, it wouldn't surprise me to have an option for the third, from my point of view, which is always possible. Yeah. Um, Mick, anything you want to add on Jamie Lindsay other than he's just I just wondered if anybody had mentioned Swansea to him, you know, bearing in mind he wants to play. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll give Paul Davis a ring, ask him to ask him about it. Then Paul <laughs> <laughs> advertise it. Yeah, yeah. That, that security, Kev, almost says for our midfield next season, I mean, it's not set in stone. Mm. We don't really need to strengthen that much that, that, that midfield. If we can get somebody who's better, brilliant. But what we've yeah. got is probably going to be good enough for what we're aiming for, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think so. With Lindsay's thing, I mean, it's like he it just fits. He's just a Robin mm. fit in. He's the type, the perfect type player we need. Which, which is why I know we're laughing about the uh, Ben Wilds Sheffield, but he fits there. He fits their profile, so I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised any truth mm. in that. So. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it'd be it's a great sign and keep keeping him keeping him here. Um, and if we keep keep order um, Wiles and Dog Benny, that that midfield mm. for me, championship ready, championship ready for me. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, completely agree. Mm. Um, but make I've asked you this before: if Sheffield are interested, what what price are you putting on Wiles? Where's he on with contract wise? At least a year. I think there yeah. might be an option in there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Listen, everybody, everybody you speak to within the club say it says that he is the best footballer in that football club, bar none. So we're saying a couple of weeks ago that if somebody wants to come in for Chio, you pay us what it's going to cost us to get relegated, i.e. four or five million quid, or you do one. Well, for me, he pays what he pays the same. Four or five million quid minimum, or you do one. Because that's what he's worth at this level, yeah. and I don't. I, I know people will laugh. I know people will laugh. Oh, you know, with post COVID, we ain't got money. The money, there's not the money swelling about and everything else. Well, I'm sorry, you pay it or you do one. Yeah. And I, I genuinely think that's the that's the sort of the stance yeah. that Tony Stewart and the, the, the club are taking now. Yeah. We don't want. We're not going to let people go for two hundred thousand. You know, we're not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. and Sheffield yeah. United ain't got the money, have they? No, <laughs> no, no. It's a bit of parachute uh, pins, wasn't it? Yeah, but they they be. lent against it, didn't it? They did that yeah. Burnley thing where they lent against the parachute oh. if they got relegated. Right. Um, I think they needed to, or needed to go up this year potentially. Mm. Make come to eat his words on that one. I mean, Heckingbottom has said they'll more dip into the Premier League loan market rather than paying big fees for players. So mm. if we want, like I say, Mick, if we want uh, relegation compensation fees, they they won't pay it. I don't think. I think they might look to more towards one and a half, two million for Wales, but we'll just go, no, four, four or five, or back yeah. and go of M18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. I, I think people and, and people were like Wednesday fans of course. Yeah, we saw Cruxy last year for three quarters of a million, whatever it was. That was post COVID. That was a different market, a completely different market. Yeah. And we've got relegated. We're not in League One now, we're in championship. Um, the, only, the only person we've ever actually got a real realistic fee for what well, well, Will Vokes. He's the mm. only one we actually got proper mm. money for everyone else. Even even Semi Ajayi, I mean, that were an absolute snip he went for. Yeah, but yeah. I think Mick's right. If if Wiles were to go out or Rob Benny, I think it'd have to definitely smash our record transfer, like what, what we've received, definitely. Yeah, I completely mm. agree. Uh, Cheryl Stones, apparently Ben Wiles has grand a play for Sheffield United. Yeah, I can't remember his name. They weren't a Wiles, were he? Um, no. I can't remember his no. name. Uh, well, yeah, I think the comment that Scott, that Scott Grundy's put there, you know, if, if Ben Wiles had come out of Ch- Chelsea Academy, it'd be worth 10 million quid plus. And, and it's true, you know, just because a player comes comes from where he comes from in terms of his, his, his you know, his, his development is, is irrelevant. He's either a good player or he isn't, ultimately. Yeah. Uh, he can either play to a level or he can't. And we know, we all know that Ben Wiles can play to a level. And bear in mind, the opportunity that he got last time in the championship, he was just pushed from pillar to post, from position to position. I think the only place he didn't play were keeper. Um, <laughs> no. You know what I mean? And that's not going to happen this time around. Mm. Um, so he's going to he's going to be attracting some proper suitors this year, I suspect, assuming that we keep him in close season. Mm. So uh, that might be another uh, contract negotiation that's ongoing to extend that. I think it'd be a similar thing to Volks. Um, he'll mm. stay. With the agreements that you know, if we do get relegated again, they can sign a new one-year deal and let's go fee for him because that's what happened with Volksy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I found Danny Ward as well. If I'm right, he signed a one-year deal and then mm. we shipped him off for yeah. a couple of mil as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that would have been That would two million quid for Danny Ward were a good deal. To be honest, well, yeah. <laughs> well, ten years later, he's still doing business. So, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, Christopher says it was Eddie Colquan. Colquan. Ben Wells' granddad. Ah. Could be spelt wrong. We don't know. Thanks for that, Chris. Um, yeah, I barely remember Ben Wiles. If, if we play the system we've played at the end of the season, is much further forward potentially even mature. Uh, that's that's his that's his game and that's his jam. So hopefully we can go there. Uh, is there anything else we want to cover before we? And leave off because we've managed to get a full hour out of this, and we've uh, <laughs> not <what's> happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, if I could just mention one more thing about charity mm. night, we are going to be looking for on the night. We are going to be looking for. We're going to take. Um, we're going to do an auction. So if anybody wants to donate anything to to the auction, I will let. No matter how big it is, I will little uh, be much appreciated. We'll auction off on the night. We're also probably going to get some quite Q and A's from with your guys' help as well when you talk about. So we can fire to the um, to the panel as well on the night. So yeah, if anyone's got any questions you want to ask, Toddy Pringle, Brecken, uh, Brano. I'm over. Should be a great night. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, really, same. really looking forward to that. And I see that we see the start. There's five tickets left. So if you haven't already, get in Kev's DMs um, for tickets. Yeah. Or else. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Anything you <laughs> want. <laughs> um, so there we go. Mick, Ben, uh, Mick, Danny, sorry. Anything else you two, you two want to mention? No, I'm all right, mate. Thank you. <clears throat> Very kind no, of think- you to ask. I think we've exhausted our um, research for the week. <laughs> we, have. Um, we probably will not have any episode at all this Thursday. We don't have any former players we've spoke to in the bank. So 
We'll leave everything for Thursday. We'll be back next Sunday, where hopefully we'll have at least a couple of a contract or signing or something to talk about. Something's going to happen this week. Something is definitely going to happen this week. <laughs> um, what that is, I don't know. So we'll talk about that next Sunday. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are listening, watching. Please do so. Um, Mick, Danny, Kev, it's been a pleasure speaking with you all. Mick, don't forget to press the buttons this time because at the start you didn't press them properly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you all next week, boys and girls. Cheers, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.